This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. From what, for what purpose does the, does the gentleman from Florida now seek recognition? Mr. Speaker, pursuant to Clause 2A1 of Rule 9, I rise to give notice of my intent to raise a question of the privileges of the House. The gentleman will state the form of his resolution. Declaring the office of Speaker of the House of Representatives to be vacant. Resolved that the office of Speaker of the House of Representatives is hereby declared to be vacant. Under Rule 9, a resolution offered from the floor by a member other than the majority leader or the minority leader as a question of the privileges of the House has immediate precedence only at a time designated by the chair within two legislative days after the resolution is properly noticed. Pending that designation, the form of the resolution noticed by the gentleman from Florida will appear in the record at this point. The chair will not at this point determine whether the resolution constitutes a question of privilege. That determination will be made at the time designated for consideration of the resolution. As you try to build support, I imagine, from Democrats in this case, I imagine they're going to try to drive a hard bargain. You know what? They haven't asked for anything. I'm not going to provide anything. And let's just be clear. when Nancy Pelosi was the minority leader, she would always come in and she told Boehner and, and Paul uh, that she didn't believe in them utilizing this, how they removed Boehner, that she would always vote it down, not based upon saving an individual, but based upon what's good for government, what's good for the institution as a whole. And that's the question has to be, are, are we now in a situation in our government that we just provided keeping government open that we're going to play politics with how you become speaker. If that's the case, then I think we've got real problems. But As a Democrat votes to pass it. Has he been doing that? Do you know the same oh, people yes. that he's... Huh? The, the, the real challenging part is he's been offering them subpoena power. <laughs> I don't know how he has the right to do that, but yeah, he's worked it hard. Look, uh, uh, he works hard at trying to make this happen. He's focused on doing this. I'd rather people focus on solving you- the problems for the American people. Will you be able to table it in the first vote? Do you think will that happen? What 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 is your well, that, how do you handle well, that? That, that will tell everything. I mean, you always want me to handicap everything. And I, I keep giving you the same answer. You're an optimist. Uh, I'm an optimist. You know what? It, it, these, are, these are opportunities, every challenge before you. And uh, I think if people raked how many times they would have killed me in the past, I would have been dead long ago. But I think the one focus of why we continue to survive is what do we focus on? And you know what? I don't think the clock ever runs out. If there's an obstacle, find a way around the obstacle. Do you have any idea who, who, who those, uh, what do we call them? The gang of, I don't know. The Ma- gang of what? It's half a dozen? We don't, five, if we knew, we don't know. know whether he, we knew whether it gets tabled or not. We don't know how many there are, but 
do they have any idea? No. Would anyone else take this job? No one else wants it. That you know, uh, who? who, who? Now, Jeffries, uh, there are many Democrats, as you know, who say, "Yeah, no, we're not going to help this speaker, the one who opened the floodgates of an impeachment inquiry and all the other legislation that you disapprove of." They say broke a budget deal with uh, President Biden. Is it your sense that there are enough Democrats who might be willing to just say, "Hey"? The House of Representatives is working. He's going to keep his job and to vote to support him. Well, that remains to be seen. We do know that the House of Representatives has largely been turned over to the most extreme elements uh, of the House Republican Conference, and that's not good okay. for the well, American welcome, people. Welcome to, we'll the, welcome, to the home, welcome to the home of the extreme elements, Tuesday 3, October 23. Let's go. Do we have a live feed? President Trump is at the courthouse in Manhattan. Let's go there. Here, President Trump will come right back for assessment and analysis about the House in a moment. What they were worth many times, what they were worth in the financial statements. And the statements are actually much lower than the actual net worth. She knows that, but she's fraudulent. Because of the fraudulent numbers she's given, many of which, Mar-a-Lago is just one example. We have other examples that are almost as good, in some cases might even be better. This case should be dismissed. This is not a case. And she should probably be dismissed also because she's terrible and grossly incompetent, as I've said. But at a minimum, she should start looking for the murderers and the criminals, the violent criminals all over New York, do something about all of the illegal migrants pouring into our city and state and not spend the next six months in a courthouse because she's been caught early. Her numbers are fraudulent. She's a fraud. Her numbers are fraudulent. And this case should be dismissed. And they ought to get on to violent crime and solving the problems of New York City and New York State. Thank you very much. Mr. President, why did you decide to come? You didn't have to be here today. How big is your apartment in Trump Tower? Are you telling the truth? Okay, let's keep that shot. Don't, don't, you don't have to come in a minute. There we are right there in the New York course. President Trump making comments today and letting you know what he thinks. Um, it's, all about, uh, it's all about stopping President Trump. We have a little history that's going to be made today. I think in the, uh, in the House they've set a vote. You have to understand something. McCarthy, pretty incredible. President Trump steps right up there and just hammers, 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 hammers. You saw the fiasco yesterday that, that uh, the, the judge is a, and I say this, he's like a judge from Stalin's Russia or from Nazi Germany. He's one of those Nazi judges. He's, uh, in fact, there was a great video made yesterday about uh, the judge, how bad he is. And I think over on Getter, I think it's on Twitter, but Getter pulled it down. Um, the great Max Evans uh, made one. Okay, we got a lot to go through. President Trump's in uh, court again today. He's decided to show up for the second day. Yesterday, I thought was quite effective. He came out and made his case, and I thought blew away. And the judge got so bad, the judge is whining to the New York Post and other media outlets. Oh, you got to stop saying that I valued the Mar-a-Lago at only $17 million. No, we're not going to stop on anything. We're going to get this judge is a, a disaster, right? Remember, they're trying to liquidate and bankrupt President Trump, trying to liquidate his properties in New York, take away his business license to operate in New York, the New York real estate empire. In the Capitol, 
the other front of the 30 front war. There's going to be a vote at 130. McCarthy does not have the votes. If Hakeem Jeffries and the Democrats just vote, uh, just vote uh, basically to support Hakeem Jeffries, the uh, Gates and these guys have the have the votes to remove him, not to make a new speaker. But remember, it's a two part process. But they have the votes to remove him. And if your congressman is not on this list that you see circulating around, and I think uh, if Grace can put up the latest list that's bouncing around. 202-225-3121 is the House. Particularly people in red districts. Particularly people have these guys, people, men and women on the bubble. Today's a defining moment. Now, what McCarthy's going to do is some parliamentary tricks. The reason he's calling this so early, he doesn't have the vote, so he wants to, he wants to slow this train down. And he still refuses to answer the question still refuses to answer the question um, about the Ukraine deal, the side deal. And now they're trying to play another gimmick and try to attach it to border security to get it passed through. They are running the tables on the American Republic. CNBC, and I'm going to ask my guys to go back, if one of my team can look at that CNBC, the entire CNBC interview. I don't think they asked him any meaningful questions. And this is Joe and the team over there. I don't think they asked him any meaningful questions about really the economy and particularly debt and deficits and what he's brought on, the deal that he basically gave Biden. If we can put up, if if Denver could put up, I'm going to give you some signal right now because here in the Capitol, there's a lot of noise. Let me give you a signal. Jamie Dimon yesterday. Now, Jamie Dimon is chairman and CEO of J.P. Morgan. I would argue, if not the most powerful financial institution Outside of like the Black Rocks, I mean, it's a commercial bank and an investment bank. So it can both underwrite debt, issue debt, and it can underwrite bonds, uh, stocks, securities, M&A, all of it. Full service, money center bank, arguably the most powerful bank in the world. I think along with Goldman Sachs, people would say it has the most elite client list. And probably J.P. Morgan, if you go throughout the world, high net worth individuals. Jamie Dimon says yesterday... He says, hey, I'm a little bit of a contrarian, but he says, I don't think rates have peaked. And I think there's a potential, a real potential for basic core interest rates, Federal Reserve, 7%. 7%. Remember, we've talked about this with EJ and Tony and Peter Navarro, Navarro Beyond 11. We've talked about this, the, the basically the um, slaughter in the bond market because interest rates are rising. Why? Article the other day about Bidenomics. They think they made a mistake. A lot of the consultants think the Democrats made a mistake by attaching Biden's name to a set of economic policies that are failing. The core policy of this is massive federal spending. We spend 40 percent. Think how big the federal government was even in 2019. Think about it in 2019. The federal government's spending is up 40 percent since then. 40 percent. Four zero. This town's getting wealthier, more powerful. Kevin McCarthy is part of the problem. He is the symbol of the problem. And anybody that is on a TV or radio saying, oh, no, chaos, the same people that were arguing we we're going to be in chaos in January, and we didn't have chaos. You actually had the beginning of regular order. You had the beginning of a system forced upon him, forced upon him by this show and those brave patriots that stood up round after round after round, and basically got the concessions. They would have never given them. 
Then in the debt ceiling, you fought the debt ceiling. And guess what? They got the Democrats and passed it. And the debt ceiling has been a debacle. It's led to the destruction of the United States of America and your personal finances. And this is what we're up against. The CR, the same thing. They're going to roll it up into an omnibus. The cartel, the D.C. Uniparty cartel continues to control the imperial capital. And it's not going to change. They're just not going to hand it to you. You know, this is not, you can't be Rebecca, a Sunnybrook farm here and think that get your seventh grade textbook out in civics. That's not the way it works. That's the way it should work. That's the way the framers intended it to work. It doesn't work like that. It's a concentration of money that takes power. And the moneyed interest, the money, anybody that's arguing for Kevin McCarthy is arguing the case of the moneyed interest. Of the moneyed interest. And look what they've done. If the moneyed interest had delivered, you know, prosperity and, and none of this debt and, and, and this massive deficit payments and basically had paid for it themselves or had gone back to what we call capitalism and let it evolve that way, you know, maybe you wouldn't have the bigger problem with them. You still, no group should ever have this type of power in the United States, but hey, maybe, you know, maybe we just go play golf and, you know, we, we watch the bread and circuses of modern Rome and, and football, the NFL football, right? We go chase signal all our life or go chase noise all our life, just chase noise, chase noise, chase noise, maybe. But they didn't do that. Just to, just to make sure there's no confusion at all, what Kevin McCarthy wrought, what he wrought, even given Biden the second year, is a situation we will never pay off one penny, ever. There's no forecast. We will never pay off one penny, one penny, of the principle of the $33 trillion, which is rapidly going to go to 34 35 36 37 inexorably drawing the American Republic to her doom. That you, your family, people under 40 particularly, your children, your grandchildren, all of them, will be debt slaves to global capital markets. Global capital markets that will not include the dollar as the prime reserve currency. Debt slavery to the United States of America. You could break your chains beginning today. 202-225-3121. We'll talk about Kevin McCarthy and the way he's put the knife in President Trump when we return in the war room in a moment. Do you get the feeling that the unthinkable is going to happen soon? Well, I do. But between the distractions and smoke screens in the media, We probably won't see it coming. That's why it's smart to invest in emergency food right away. As they say, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's leader in high-quality emergency food. Let me repeat that. My Patriot Supply is the nation's leader in high-quality emergency food. Head to MyPatriotSupply.com and prepare today with emergency food that will stay fresh for up to 25 years. Enjoy a wide variety of delicious food kits offering over 2,000 calories every day for optimum strength, 
under stress. And don't forget about water filtration and purification products. These are perfect for your bug out bag, survival supply, or your camping pack. One thing is for sure in this world. We all need to stock up before panic sets in. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship the same day. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. It's time to prepare for what is coming. So prepare with the best. MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action, action, action. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. Okay. Um, McCarthy in a panic mode, I think is putting up the vote today to do a parliamentary maneuver to delay it. Um, a, a motion to table. This is all going to come down and you got to call and find out. Uh, there's about, I don't know, anywhere from five to 10 no's. There's probably another five to seven or eight, you know, looking for some, uh, looking for some moral backup. Because think of it, to do this, you step out, McCarthy's guys are going to throw you off committees. They're, they're going to crush you. So this is not without great peril to these insurgents. You should see what they're doing to Matt Gates nonstop. The one guy that stood in the breach here and the others. The other guys can tell you, other men and women can tell you the pressure is enormous. From donors to power players on, in the Capitol to say your career's over, you're finished, you've taken this too far to smear you. And, of course, you got the Murdoch News organization that's 1,000% in. I think you can take it as a axiomatic that if whatever the Murdoch News Network's for, you should be for the exact opposite. It's always wrong. Always. Ask them about, uh, you know, they're, they're the cheerleader for the Ukraine war, the cheerleader for the Afghan war, the cheerleader for the Iraq war. Um, essentially, the cheerleader for all the bailouts of Wall Street back in 2008. Just, just cheerleaders. Cheerleader for the debt ceiling deal. Cheerleaders. Cheerleaders. Yeah, they talk about it. there's some problem. You know, we got we got to spend too much money. Just, if you want to stop it. If you want to stop it, it's going to be brutally tough. But you don't have a choice. You're either going to stop it or the country's finished. So pick them. You can stand the breach and fight this. And you saw the fight beginning with going through these appropriations bills line by line. And it ain't pretty. It's ugly. It's going to get a lot uglier. The cuts have to be made. And you think that's ugly. Wait till you have to increase. I'm not talking about increasing your taxes. Your tax burden is already great enough. I'm talking about increasing the tax burden of the corporations. The, the progressive woke corporations dramatically and and uh, the uh, super wealthy, all the progressives that have, that have foisted all this on you. Why would you tax them? They want this. They're pushing this. That's why you never see any. You see the progressive Democrats ever have come up with a meaningful taxes for the super wealthy? No, because all the super wealthy are all woke progressives. They got the greatest system in the world. You're paying for it. Why not keep it on? Deficits keep running. They're making fortunes all over the place. Federal Reserve's bailing them out all the time. It's a, it's a great system. That's why they don't want you to understand it. Don't take it from me. Take it from Jamie Dimon. You think, you think your credit card, you think your APR hurting you right now, you're living paycheck to paycheck, got a big old credit card amount, and you're barely keeping up with the monthly payment? Uh, that's going to get worse. Now, Jamie Dimon's talking about the Fed. We're going to have Navarre on here, the... Uh, 10-year Treasury up, 30-year Treasury, 
These are numbers that no one forecasted above the 4%. The, inf- the, the um, financial infrastructure in the country, as it rolls down to the individual consumer, can't bear this for too long. Of course, you've got some of the consumers, hey, they're, they're, they're like the last days of Pompeii. They're spending on Taylor Swift concerts and they're going on trips. That's fine. That's all good. That's fine. The free COVID money's run out. <laughs> Remember, that was just the pay. The free COVID money's run out. And the credit card's now to 27% APR. Okay. Eat, drink, and be, you know, be merry, for tomorrow is another day. Right? Was that Vivian Lee? Tomorrow's another day. Don't worry about it tomorrow. Unfortunately, people that care about this republic and care about our obligation and our duty to bequeath this to our children and to future generations take a little more serious note of this. And that's why you have been at the vanguard of doing what is right for this country, to put this country's interests first, to put this republic's interests first, to put her citizens' interests first. That's not what's going on. Think about this. In this massive fight, over these cuts and $2 trillion deficit now and in perpetuity. They can't lie about it anymore. And all the problems we have here, the massive invasion on the southern border, Eric Adams going down to Darien Gap. Michael Yan and Ann Vandersteel and, and, and uh, Oscar Blue Ramirez and, and Ben Burkwam. Hat tip, folks, you finally smoked him out. He's going to go down there and he's going to say, hey, guess what? There's 500,000 people coming through here. They're coming to New York City. You can't. And he's going to sit there and go, you can't come to New York. Yo, bro, thanks. Where's my ticket? I got a plane ticket from the Biden regime. All I got to do is get somewhere in Mexico and they're going to fly me in on taxpayer money. The country is no longer managed to climb by elites. It's a full, total implosion. And all they're doing up there, all McCarthy and anybody defends him, all they're doing is grabbing with both hands while the collapse goes on. Don't take it from me. Ask your own lying eyes. Look at the schools. Look what they're doing on the, on, the, on the drag queens. Look what they're doing on the transgender ideology. Look what they're doing in the libraries. Look what they're doing to the American family. Look what they're doing to call you domestic terrorist. Look what they're doing on the southern border, exacerbating an invasion of this country, a massive invasion. A massive invasion. The same forces all aligned against you. And that, and I mean, get into the, the mass, the vaccines, the lockdowns, all that, which they all want to happen again. All of it. But they can't get, you know, the sustainable, you know, net carbon zero, all of it. The one thing they can't get away from, though, is the law of large numbers, big math. And the math is on our side. And we're saying you have to stop this madness now. And the powers that be and the economic forces that be and the way this imperial capital is run is the powers that be have control of it. And they're not prepared to give it up to the American people and particularly not prepared to give it up to the hobbits. They don't. I'm going to give you a new I'm going to give you some inside baseball. Maybe it's time for a number two principle to come out. You ready? Okay, some of you not. You ready now? You ready? I'm going to give you a scoop. We're going to break some news here. They don't think very highly of you. They don't think very highly of your decision making. They don't think very highly of your values. 
They don't think very highly of the way you comport yourself, the way you raise your family. They don't think very highly of your ability to think through complex topics. They are the manager elite backed by a financial elite. Uh, They think that they know better. I can tell you about that. I'm going to bring in uh, Natalie Winters, incredibly educated young woman. She's gone to some of the finest educational institutions in our country. And she's been f- with both Raheem over National Pulse and now with us at uh, Warren for the last couple of years. She is, I think, the finest investigative reporter in town. In fact, at a very tender age, she's become quite cynical. She has because she's seen the way the imperial capital rolls. Natalie, your latest on Ukraine, and remember, uh, McCarthy's lined you with a, a straight face because if he didn't have a secret deal with Biden, then we just say, hey, look, let's just then just hold off. Nothing to do in Ukraine. Let's just put it, put it off to the side for a second and, you know, we'll do all the regular order and let's get back to business. You know, so McCarthy, you know, not do anything over the weekend. He got out of here at noon on Saturday or as soon as Saturday as the vote was over. Why? Because he didn't want to have people put in motion to vacate and throw him out right then. So he had to get out of town, didn't come back till 6 o'clock or yesterday, no votes till 6 o'clock. He has no intention to move or anything. For a big argument over there right now, people are saying, hey, stop. We got, you know, we're not going to be able to get all the independent you know, appropriations bills. We're going to have a, another CR. That's the sucker's play they're giving them. Also, just as a note, and I'll get into this, Mike Davis is going to come up next. McCarthy has not allowed Comer... And uh, Jordan to issue any subpoenas. The whole thing on impeachments, I, I to- you understand there's a total fraud on Mayorkas, on, on, on uh, Ray, on Merrick Garland, on Biden, on any of um, the Hunter Biden. They haven't issued any subpoenas. McCarthy's guys, his lawyers, that inner circle, he has no intention of, of impeaching anybody. He has no intention. And, and unfortunately, in Trump's inner circle, there are people up there that are very close to McCarthy. Let's just talk truth to power right here. But President Trump has to understand McCarthy puts the shiv in him every day, every day. That inner group. Why do you think they put? Why do you think they push the forty-seven day, the forty-seven day um, CR to push it past November, so that Youngkin's massive donors, led by the Hungarian, another foreigner. I see a consistent pattern here. I think I got some pattern recognition. That's going to meet down in Virginia Beach on the 17th of October to plan uh, Yunkin's run and plan his huge run because the Keebler elves have fizzled, failure to launch all of them. And now President Trump and the team around him, La Savita and, uh, and Susie Wiles, they come out finally, I, you know, late, but better late than never, and said, we've got to cancel the third debate. We've got to cancel all this. It's, it's absurd. And quite frankly, Ronald McDaniel ought to be turfed out. She doesn't cancel the third one. She ought to be turfed out. They're going exactly against the will of the people here. And, and, and small donors should cut them off 100% until they start canceling these primaries and focus resources back where President Trump wanted, which is on election integrity. They have not issued a subpoena. This is McCarthy's guys have not allowed Comer, have not allowed Jordan, have not allowed these committees to issue any subpoenas. That's why we're sitting here in October and nothing's happened. Except some, you know, slapstick comedy, black comedy, dark comedy last week. 
It's all performative. Unless you, when you get the bayonet out, they'll react to the degree that you, the bayonet presses the flesh in back. To the degree you put pressure on them, they'll react, they'll give you this much, as long as it's constant, continual pressure. And then you're called the agent of chaos. You're called the, you know, the hobbits don't know what they're doing. They're just angry. No, actually the hobbits have thought through the problem. And the problem starts with an imperial capital to have the interest of the elites first and not this republic. And Natalie Winters is going to show you how next in the war room. You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it. Because it just might. More than 35,000 wildfires have devastated the U.S. this year. The toxins and particles in wildfire smoke can penetrate our lungs and threaten our health. That's why EnviroCleanse developed military-grade air purification for your home. And they just announced their biggest sale of the year. Save a massive 30% off during their Labor Day sale. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That's why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air. Now's the time to save 30% off your air purification unit. Get the free air quality monitor and fast free shipping. That's a 250 bucks savings. Visit ekpure.com and use code Steve. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. Let me repeat, ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Take action. Use your agency. Do it today. Get the benefits of the sale. I mean, the idea that you why not rip the, rip the mandate <laughs> off here or what? Well, why not? You know, um, look, I think Matt has planned this all along. It didn't matter what we transpired. You know, he would have done it if we were in shutdown or not. Um, I firmly believe it's the right decision to keep government open to make sure our military is still paid, our border agents are still paid. And if that makes a challenge based upon whether I should be speaker, I'll take that fight. So you're calling his bluff? Yeah. What was your conversation like with Mr. Okay, um, we'll come back to more of that. A lot going on in the Capitol, as you can tell you. I think, tell you what we'll do. Maybe in the next segment we'll get up a, um, a, a list. But 202-225-3121, let's assume it's the hard six, right? And uh, find out where your congressman, call them, find out where they're not on there. Decision day to toss McCarthy. You see it right there. Well, you know, the same lies on the CR. You could have done all the appropriations. It's just like the lies they told you about the debt ceiling. There's no, there was no possibility. It was impossible to default on government securities. Not the way they're defaulting with the interest rates climb. The purchasing power, they're defaulting on, on it all the time. That's why the purchasing power of your money is much less than when the Biden regime started with the collaborationist Republicans in the McCarthy set. They're defaulting on you every day. It was all live at the debt ceiling. There was no possibility to default. There's plenty of cash coming in to pay the interest and what principal came due or could roll over. You could, you could take care of all that. Not a problem. 
and just like here, the CR. So, yes, you're in a jam. Don't take it from me. Look at Take this CNN article and look at the CNBC interview. And the CNBC interview today on McCarthy was pathetic. The business press is part of the problem. They won't ask any tough questions. Not that McCarthy could answer a tough question, but you got to ask it to him. Natalie, before I get into Ukraine, because there's all kind of lies, their focus is on Glenn Youngkin and in, 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 uh, in, um, Ukraine. Understand that's their priorities. And the priorities because Youngkin, he's the next one up. He's the next batter to take on Trump because Trump's evil, Trump's bad, you know. Natalie, that performance last week, why have they not? Can you get anywhere on this until you start issuing subpoenas and get serious? We're now, what, 10 months into this? Is anything happening here, ma'am, in your mind, being an investigative reporter? Not at all. And I, I want to read you a headline from a discussion that we had back um, in November uh, of 2022, where we came to the conclusion that Kevin McCarthy will block meaningful congressional investigations exposing the establishment's corruption because he's in on it. And I would say that that take has aged pretty well when it comes to the efficacy of these investigations, whether it's the China committee, the effort to impeach Joe Biden, weaponization, it really has been just that performative. And as much as they like to slam people like me and you and our allies like Matt Gates as, you know, agents of chaos and arsonists, in reality, what we saw at that impeachment hearing last week, that is the definition of chaos. But I think what the worst part, really what the ultimate, you say I'm, I'm cynical, maybe I am, but really the ultimate black pill is on Republican leadership is that it is chaos that was actually designed to be just that, to be a failure. So we could not justify pushing forward with an impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden, when in reality, we have more evidence, probably a hundred, if not a thousand times uh, than what Democrats ever had on Donald Trump and what was going on in Ukraine. But I think that's sort of the point we're at with Republican leadership. It's not incompetence. I wish it were. That's certainly a feature of it. But it's intentional because at the end of the day, these people are part of the swamp. All that you need to know is the fact that they call people like Matt Gates who want to change the way that business is done in Washington, D.C. as inflicting chaos. It's not inflicting chaos if you want to actually align the way that politics are conducted in this country uh, with most of the grassroots. Just look at the fact that all of the people on Twitter who are posting, the congressmen, that they support McCarthy. Steve, I've never seen people get ratioed so heavily. I mean, they get like 200 likes and there are thousands of comments absolutely dragging these people. It's amazing to see in the break people should go and pile in. But you're so right, Steve. These people think we're idiots. Do you, do you remember during the debt ceiling negotiations when your favorite, Garrett Graves, trying to be all funny, tweeted out saying that he would go on any media outlet to defend his deal that he made with Joe Biden. Since he tweeted that out, we reached out to him repeatedly, to his comms director. So many media outlets offered to have him on to defend it. He did not reply to a single one. He's never come on forum. And sure, that's anecdotal. But Steve, that shows you these people don't care about the grassroots. These people don't care about the people who are electing them. They think we're idiots. And I hope this motion to vacate passes and we get rid of Kevin McCarthy because it'll actually show them, well, if we're a bunch of idiots, we just removed you. We actually changed Washington, D.C. So what does that make you? Uh I could not say it better. Mike Davis, uh, this is your line of country. We're now into October. No subpoenas, nothing. This is obviously the fix is in, sir. 
worldwide, you know, we've been saying for a long time, Steve and Natalie, that uh, that the House Republicans uh, need to step up. Uh, the fact that there are not subpoenas uh, on a regular basis, there are not uh, subpoenas for documents, for subpoenas for witnesses, there are not staff depositions on a constant basis, on a daily basis, that, that there are not public hearings. This is lawfare. Remember, uh, there there is there is smoking gun evidence that uh, President Biden is corruptly on Chinese, Ukrainian, Russian oligarchs payrolls. And so is every single family member, it seems, except for the five-year-old granddaughter who they just acknowledged under political pressure after five years. We have we have diamonds going to Hunter. We have Porsches going to Hunter. How much more evidence do we need to get to move forward aggressively? We have a compromised president of the United States, and he's compromised by the worst countries in the world. And I, 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 I would say this: Do you think there's any chance that if there were any, even one one percent of this evidence against President Trump or Don Jr. or Eric or any of the other Trumps, do you think there's any chance that? The House Democrats, if they were in charge of, they do you think there's any chance they would wait uh, nine months or ten months to issue subpoenas? Hell no. This is lawfare. The reason that the Democrats are on offense in this lawfare is because Republicans are weak and stupid, and we don't have them on defense. Let's put them on defense. Let's let, make them lawyer up and spend two hundred thousand dollars on lawyers, because we're actually investigating real crimes by the Bidens instead of these non-crimes against President Trump. If this Republicans to be saved, it's people like Natalie Winters and Mike Davis, fair, smart, tough individuals are going to save it. I mean, they don't come in this predisposed to dump on these people, but it's the facts. Natalie, I want to go to your reporting over the last – yesterday we had you in the show, but I don't redo that with the, the updates because I need we need the, um, the, the nation and MAGA to understand how the imperial capital works. And this is why there's no investigation because they're all – the uniparty are on the side of the, of the oligarchs here. They're on their side because they're making – as I said, they're making more money as the country collapses – than they made on, on when the country was ascendant. Natalie Winters, walk through what you got for us on Ukraine the last couple of days. Sure, it's not just managed decline, it's accelerated decline. I said that yesterday and I stand by it. And two of the stories that we just put out today, I think really underscore that theory. I'll start with the first one, but a former Democratic Congressman, Jim Moran, who of course became a lobbyist uh, after leaving Washington, D.C., Believe it or not, one of his new clients as of about six days ago is the Ukrainian government. He's receiving $25,000 a month for at least a year to basically lobby his former colleagues to give them more foreign aid in the form of weapons, arms, and I'm sure billions of taxpayer dollars. But what's so curious is that I actually obtained the letter detailing the agreement between Moran Global Strategies um, and the Ukrainian government ministry showing uh, their, their terms of work, the payment. And what's so interesting is that the payment you can see in red on the screen there 
it's not actually coming from the government ministry. It's coming from a shady nonprofit that basically you can't even find online. You know, I, an investigative reporter, I can find almost about anything. There's absolutely no trace of this entity. It's a group very uh, innocuously named Ukraine Freedom. And that is who is funneling the money to this D.C.-based consulting firm, like I said, a former Democratic member of Congress, who's now making what will be at the end of the year six figures just lobbying his old colleagues to give Ukraine more taxpayer dollars. You always talk about socializing the risk in this country and the elites getting the upside. The Ukraine war is no different. And on the Victoria Newland front, which dovetails with the story that I put up yesterday, this is, of course, one of the key figures back in 2014. She was really an instrumental person in orchestrating what many have called a coup in Ukraine to oust the democratically elected president. So it's very curious to me that what the data we've obtained from White House visitor logs show not only that she was meeting with Joe Biden in the very privately in the very early days of the Ukraine-Russia war, but the timing around when she meets with Joe Biden, for example, June 8th of this year was the very same day that the DOD released billions more to Ukraine for more weapons that they don't need. But I think the real smoking gun here, Steve, when you talk about the you know global basement that is Ukraine and who is really pulling the strings, in the early, early days of the conflict, July 19th of 2022, uh, the White House, I would argue, fabricated this intelligence report that Russia was planning to annex parts of Ukraine. And if you read the report, they say just like they did in 2014. In other words, they were taking Victoria Newland's old 2014 talking points, refashioning, repurposing them. And they used that so-called intel report to justify for months giving Ukraine billions more in aid. So it's the same people. And I think that it really underscores the point that this has never been about Ukraine, never been about the actual fighting going on there. It's always been about these Western elites, the Newlands of the world, Jim Rands of the world, trying to create another forever war so they can continue to launder and funnel U.S. taxpayer dollars back into their pockets. Now, we, we've stopped the funding, even over the weekend in this massive giveaway, we stopped the funding on both. McConnell, first time they st- his his conference stood up to him, uh, as much as they tried to push it in the House, couldn't go. And now all they're talking about, and McCarthy's denying a secret deal. If they don't have a secret deal, uh, Natalie, would anything come forward here? Couldn't we just wait a couple of months? Is 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 the reason we're not waiting, is everybody, all the elites... Everybody's on the payroll. Everybody's on the tit, so they, you can't have a break. It, it's got to be continuous. Of course. I mean, look at the news cycle right now. I know you and I were talking about that Atlantic piece, you know, decrying MAGA for not being pro-Ukraine. But just in the last 24 hours, it seems like the Ukraine news cycle has just been dominated by article after article slamming MAGA Republicans, the MAGA movement for not being Ukraine and our you know, intellectual superiors, the Jonah Goldbergs of the world, trying to lecture to us why it's so imperative to be Ukraine. Obviously, we've struck a nerve. And I think that that Jim Moran story is a perfect example of why these people care about Ukraine. And Steve, let's even link it back to the story that we published yesterday from these strategy papers that these consulting firms linked, if not founded, by high-level players in the Biden regime, all the way up to Secretary of State Blinken, these strategy papers outlining what they want to happen in Ukraine, they're already talking about a, quote, multi-decade approach to foreign aid. They want to turn this, like I said, into another forever war, another way to keep enriching themselves. Maybe the Chinese Communist Party grift has you know, dried up a little bit because Hunter Biden made it so outre to do that. But on the other hand, too, this white paper, if you read it, 
It says that the Ukraine war has allowed them to implement changes that would not have been politically <laughs> achievable otherwise. Hang on for a second. So great. You just hang on. Natalie Winters. Uh, Dave is going to stick with us. Supreme Court kicking off. Deconstructing the administrative state is on the menu. We'll talk all about it next. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Natalie's going to hang with us. we got Navarre. We're going to talk about the economy. A uh, lot going on at Capitol Hill. Make sure you weigh in, 202-225-3121, particularly in MAGA districts. Let them hear from you today. You want action, action, action. Time for talks over. All you're getting is happy talk. You were getting rolled every day as, as the Uniparty continues to pay itself. This thing's a total con. Don't take it from me. Take it from Jamie Dimon, chairman, CEO of uh, J.P. Morgan, arguably one of the most powerful financial institutions in the world with a client list that is a five-star client list. I'm telling you that it could go to 7%. Remember, Jamie Dimon hates Trump. He's the, one of the biggest never-Trumpers on Wall Street and has aspirations to run for president himself. Birchgold.com slash war. Make sure when you go, you get the end of the dollar empire, particularly the fourth installment, the assassination of American prosperity about the Nixon uh, administration, what they did in 1971. And as we kind of drop a bomb, which a lot of people, and they never talk about. (laughs) He did all this. He took, he stopped convertibility of, of the Federal Reserve note, your dollar into gold at $35 an ounce with, um, because of, um, with an executive order. Mike Davis, uh, I'm going to talk about the Supreme Court and, and the administrative state, but you're an expert. You know, you're either going to be attorney general or White House counsel in the second Trump term. Executive orders can be, un- we, throughout all of Obama stuff with just new executive orders, as Biden came in 
And did that executive orders can be overturned by an executive order rescinding it? Is that correct, sir? Well, that's generally the case, but it seems like with President Trump, they made a Trump derangement exception to that with immigration. So you had uh, you had immigration fiats by Obama, and then President Trump tried to get rid of those immigration fiats, and the Supreme Court Amen. said he couldn't. And then Biden comes in, and then Biden can get rid of Trump. So it really depends on if President Trump's in office or not, and if the if the uh, if the Republican appointed Supreme Court justices fa- find their backbones that particular day. Well, sp- talking of, speaking of their backbones, um, th- it kicks off today, correct? This is, this is the first Tuesday in in October. Do um, on the agenda this year, there's some pretty big cases. Particularly, can you tell us about Chevron? I mean, this is the case about the administrative state, is it not, sir? Yeah, we have two big cases that are, going to, that are going to be dealing with the powers of the federal government. One deals with Chevron, which is how much deference uh, courts are supposed to give to these executive branch agencies while they go about running over Americans and our rights. And then this uh, another case is about this new agency uh, called the CFPB that was started after Dodd-Frank's that uh, they essentially have the Fed give them an unlimited budget, or that, that's what it seems. And so the, the Supreme Court's going to look at that. But we just have to step back and remember what our Constitution is. Our Constitution is a loan agreement between we the people and our governments, whether it's the federal government or our state governments, right? And we, we loan our federal government specific, enumerated, and separated powers, right? We, we give Congress the power to legislate. We give the uh, executive branch the power to enforce. And we give the judiciary the, the power to uh, adjudicate cases, to decide cases and controversies. And over time, all three of these divided powers have been consolidated in the executive branch. And, and more troubling, the, the federal government as a whole has assumed powers that we did not lend it under the Constitution, powers that are supposed to belong to states and we the people. So the federal government, uh, since FDR, has grabbed way too much power over our lives. And, and on top of that, we have that power consolidated in the executive branch instead of divided among the three branches. And then we have the courts just deferring to the executive branch and saying, we're going to defer to you if, if these statutes are ambiguous and Congress passes intentionally ambiguous statutes, the courts just defer to the executive branch on what the executive branch thinks is right. So an example of a case that's coming before the Supreme Court is there is this federal maritime fishing agency, and there's this statute that says that these marine fishermen uh, somehow have to have an observer on their f- fishing boats, right? But the statute doesn't say who has to pay for these very expensive observers on these marine fishing boats. And so uh, the agency has just said, you know, there it's ambiguous who pays for this. So, of course, the agency says, we're not going to pay for it. We're going to make these fishermen pay for these observers, right? And so the Supreme Court's going to decide whether they should give Chevron deference to these administrative agencies, this made-up judicial precedent where the Supreme Court and the lower courts just uh, just defer to the agencies when they grab too much power. So that's number one. And on top of that, the Supreme Court's going to look at the CFPB uh, that was started after Dodd-Frank's. We have these uh, so-called predatory lenders who are suing and saying that the way that 
that the CFPB is funded by the Fed and not through Congress violates the appropriations clause of the Constitution. If you want to fund these federal agencies, it needs to be through regular appropriations by Congress, uh, people who are elected and accountable to the American people instead of through the Fed, who are uh, the Fed is unaccountable. And then they do this funding scheme where there's zero accountability and, and virtually an unlimited budget for the CFPB. Gorsuch is the he made his bones on the uh, on the Chevron deference, right? He's considered the leading uh, judicial uh, thinker about this brain. Would you would you concur with me in that? Well, yeah, I mean, I clerked for him. And when you were in the Trump White House, you helped pick them. So, you know, that uh, you that was his major selling point was, look, he, Chevron came down when uh, Justice Gorsuch's mother ran the EPA. Right. And. I think Justice Gorsuch has seen his entire life how this federal government is out of control and how an out of control federal government really harms real Americans in real America, whether it's farmers or ranchers or fishermen. Our founders never intended for our federal government to be this big, Uh, not even close. The, The powers that are not specifically enumerated in the U.S. Constitution for the federal government, they don't have these powers unless it's specifically spelled out in the Constitution. But we've had that flipped on its head, the switch in time that saved nine when FDR threatened to pack the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court yeah. changed its commerce cause jurisprudence. We have an out of control federal government and the, these executive branch agencies are unaccountable and have way too yeah. much power, legislative, my, executive and judicial my, my. power. Yeah, just hang. I know you got to bounce. Just hang on for 90 seconds. We have a short break. Top of the hour. We come back. Uh, we got Mike Davis. We're going to wrap up about the administrative state. Navarre's here. We got a lot of politics. Natalie's going to hang around. Stick around. Hour two will be lit. I commit to you. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 